and welcome to episode 14 of Into the Podcast. I am your host, Sam, and I'm joined by the gorgeous Ryan Chitterden. Say hello, Ryan Chitterden. Hello, Sam. Are you all right, mate? Very well, as always. Thanks. How are you? Good. Better. 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 Feeling better now. I am. I've still got a really bad cough. So, again, apologies for <laughs> coughing and splotting <laughs> everywhere. Um, but, yeah, I'm feeling good. Um, You're looking to- good. Thanks, babe. How are you? Thanks. Ready to rock and fucking roll and do some podding. It's been a while, hasn't it? Yeah, it's been a while. Well, it's, no, it's been like four, day, four days. Less than a week. <laughs> we <laughs> yeah. actually got together midweek instead of trying to rush it through on a Sunday evening this time. It's quite. It's just quite nice. Even this Sunday, because we, we've done Sundays for the last few weeks, apart from this weekend just gone. And it, what, I'm not going to lie, it was quite a relief not having to drive to yours and back Sunday night. Right before work. Right before yeah. work. To be fair, I want to avoid Sundays at all costs. Because yeah. it's a nightmare for you driving. It's a nightmare for me having to do posters and editing and all shit. It, exactly. Getting up early a little and for school. And we know that's like, our fallback is in it that's like oh, our, that's our, our, you know if we if all else fails we've got sunday night absolutely but we've got a bit of a chocker episode we've got loads to talk about bearing in mind we only saw each other a few days ago mm. um one of them is is a little segment that i want to bring in called what the fuck and, oh, okay. and, this, and, and this week's what the fuck is after leaving your house um, on Saturday, I was I needed petrol. I was feeling a bit tired, a bit poorly still. We had a few beers, so a little bit hungover. So I pull over, get some petrol and a drink. And they had some prime in. Do you know what prime is? Oh, is that the uh, the drink that everyone's going been going mental for? Is it like KSI? KSI and, and Logan Paul. That's it. Yeah. So it's their drink. Everyone's been going mad, fighting each other in Aldi to try to get a bottle of this fucking stuff. Now. Obviously, I've been laughing at it. What's wrong with these people? Like, in a way, I kind of get it when people go mad for Pokemon cards because there is just evidence that in years to come, these might be worth tens of thousands of pounds if you get rare ones. This is a bottle of fucking drink. Yeah. So I bought this. I paid £3 for a bottle of Prime just to try it, to talk about it on this podcast. Right. It was awful. It what, didn't what? taste good. Okay. I thought it was ice pop flavor. Right. It didn't taste good. It just didn't quench my thirst, and it didn't give me any energy. I didn't rehydrate me. It didn't do anything. It was just a three-pound bottle of... I mean, that's not cheap either. No. Three pounds for a bottle of pop. And I wouldn't mind, but I also bought, like... Because I bought it from a spa shop, so a can of standard Monster was like £2.50. Right. Which I bought as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, it was just bad. So my week, my what the fuck of the week is, why are you people doing this? Yeah, I really don't get it. Please stop fighting each other because some fucking YouTubers have brought drink out. Uh, that, they are both YouTubers, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah. Obviously, I uh, think KSI got into boxing, needed a bit, he does a bit of like YouTube boxing and shit, doesn't he? I don't really know. And like, like, I'm too Le- old. Logan Paul's a wrestler now. Apparently a really fucking good one as well in the WWE. I know. Yeah, apparently he's really good. Um, I feel and- like that's what the WWE is now. Now They try and get like the celebrities of the moment. Like they had Johnny Knoxville at the last WrestleMania. Johnny Knoxville. Even before that, they had um, the guy who plays Green Arrow, Stephen Amell. Oh, yeah, yeah, he yeah. He had a whole thing. And I'm sure he had a like a wrestle, wrestling match where he was just dressed as Green Arrow and stuff. It's like... It's very gimmicky Grow these up. days. I remember going to a, a wrestling match when I was a kid, you know, you know, like the ones that they do in the local sports hall. Yeah. One of them types, uh, which is another conversation because I might be getting involved in one of them soon. No way, you're going to be wrestling. Well, not so much wrestling, but um, we're sort of talking. So the SMGC, the club that I'm in, uh, big shout out boys. Um, yeah, we're in talks with sort of doing some bits and bobs with them. And years ago, the guy who runs it um, asked our band room was in the band to play opening music for them. And we was like, oh, we'll do it if you let us wrestle, if you let 
me wrestle or just have like a little thing where I just come in and slap one of your bad guys. And I was like, oh, fuck <laughs> yeah, do that. That's cool. So we're going to try our hardest to get involved with this wrestling event. Nice. But um, yeah, when I watched one, my parents took one when I was a kid at my school in the in the thingy, in the uh, big gymnasium bit. And they had Spider-Man fighting, like just a guy in a Spider-Man outfit doing roly-polies. And it was so shit. And, <laughs> and that's what this reminds me of. Right. And this is yeah. fucking mainstream. This yeah, is exactly. the biggest sports entertainment in the world sort of thing. And yeah, they've got yeah. the Green huge, Arrow wrestling. Green Arrow, Johnny Knoxville and like Wee Man coming out. and Grow just, up. <laughs> like, come on, where's, where's Stone Cold like just smashing people with Exactly. Like... These motherfuckers are queuing for Prime. I'm telling you now. Yeah, that's it. They are a what the fuck. Um, so the question, basically, the reason I brought that up is, what are we going to bring out that's going to make people fight each other? <laughs> what is what is Into the Podcast going to bring out for their first random merch that we can get people fighting over? Yeah, that's a good question. Bear in mind, I have looked for random merch online, because obviously I've been looking for things like stickers and badges and, and uh, T-shirts for when we eventually get to that stage. If you like one, please message us because I'm trying to talk Ryan into getting t-shirts. <laughs> and, he, and he's adamant no one will buy. <laughs> um, but I did find you can get condoms. Okay. So you can get into the podcast condoms <laughs> <laughs> whilst I was on message. So we could be that. We could be the next Jurex. <laughs> well, yeah. Stranger things have happened. Stranger things has happened. Um. Yeah, fuck it. Condoms. Condoms? Into the podcast. (laughs) (laughs) You look so confused. Uh, Yeah. Yeah. Well, I was hoping you'd come up with something cooler and be like, no, Sam, we're going to do a board game or something, but you just immediately agreed to the Johnnies. Uh, Yeah. I don't think it's going to get better than that. It's It's a nice niche thing, you know. Yeah. Although Jurex have probably cornered the market a little bit. I think they might have done, yeah. Or, Or Trojan. Yeah, so... But it's pl- like you could say that about the energy drink world. And well, yeah. Prime's gone mental. Prime, yeah, yeah, that's gone mental. So. Exactly. So fuck it. So fuck we're, it. We're in the condom game. We're in now, the condom guys. business. <laughs> Although everyone hates condoms. So yeah, exactly. That's like everyone hates us. Yeah. <laughs> that's our tagline. Tag You'll hate these as much as you hate us. <laughs> I didn't expect that to be as funny as it came out. No, I'm sure there's plenty of like random taglines we could get, couldn't you? You know. I, can't, oh, no. I had the greatest thing the other day. Um, I was just flicking through a Call of Duty things on TikTok, just mm-hmm. watching loads of videos of people playing. And there's loads where people are just talking within their team. And one goes to the other, dude, if you had to give up cheese or blowjobs, which one would you give up? And the other one goes, oh, uh, I'd probably give up blowjobs. And the other guy goes, yeah, me too. They really hurt my jaw. (laughs) (laughs) And I was like, I'm now into not playing Call of Duty, just watching these people chat shit while playing Call of Duty. It's the greatest. Um, I I wanted to talk about, I messaged you the other day. I've started watching, I I said um, at the beginning of the year, I wanted to get into more anime. You did, I remember. So I've got Crunchyroll now, which is the anime only streaming site. Yeah, I've not heard of that until you mentioned it. I've never yeah, heard of that before. It's it's huge. Um, so I finally got Crunchyroll, and I've started watching one that I heard on another podcast, one called Chainsaw Man. So I wanted something that's quite new. I've not got to battle through, because anime as well, 200 episodes a season, yeah, so 20 seasons. Big commitments, aren't big they? Big commitments. So I want something new that I could try, just catch up with and watch while it goes, and this thing called Chainsaw Man, I'll give it a go. And anime's pretty brutal as it is anyway. Oh, yeah. So it's about this guy who his job is to go around and kill devils 
He's he's a poor guy. He's, he's poor as anything. He works for like a mafia boss, paying off a debt that his dad left when he died. So he just goes around and he's got a little pet pig that's got a chainsaw for a nose, and he just what? kills devils. <laughs> And then in the first episode, he gets killed and this devil pet goes into his heart and turns him into a man that when he pulls a cord, his arms and his face just turned into big chainsaws. Oh, my days. It's, it's, <laughs> off, it's insane. off its tits. And then there is just a backstoryline of this poor kid that all he's ever done is eat slices of bread and live in a shack. So all of a sudden he's taken on by this big group because he kills this mafia boss. And he's taken on by this big group that's like, right, you now work for us. If you try fuck us over, we'll kill you because you're technically a devil, but you're going to be a devil hunter. Right. But through doing this, he's getting fed, he's being looked after, but he's never felt the touch of a woman. So the whole backstory is this guy, all he wants to do is grab tits. <laughs> Every episode, he just talks about how he wants to grab a pair of boobs. Okay. And then he chainsaws stuff. And then the end episode ends. Oh. <laughs> it is so good. What? It is so good. If it's one of those things, if you're into anime and you're into that just ridiculous fucking over the top gore, random as hell monsters and them being messed up in a certain way. And let's be honest, like Dragon Ball Z, which I absolutely love. There was a pervy old guy in that who all he does all day is read porn. Okay, really? Like, All right. So it's massive in, in anime, just creepy people. That yeah, just okay. Fuck. Right, um, yeah. Yeah, so it's not one you'll probably come across, but if anyone is into anime and have Crunchyroll and you've not watched it yet, it's so much fun. It I'm sounds only, ridiculous. I'm only about three or four episodes in, but it's one of those, I love to chuck it. I don't want anything too serious. Just yeah. got in for work. I'm about to sit and have tea. I'll watch an episode or two. And how long are the episodes? Oh, like 20 minutes. Oh, yeah. So it's just something to stick on. Yeah. No, I, I totally get that. Yeah. Sounds fun. Yeah, it is good fun. Have you, other than what we've said we're going to talk about, have you watched anything, played anything new this week? Um, Trying to think. I don't think I have, you know. You've been quite busy, haven't you? Like, we struggled to get tonight in because you've, you've got quite a I've just a got quite on. a, yeah, just a crazy week. It's just one of them where literally every night I've, got something on yeah um and none of it involves watching or doing or doing anything because we were going to go try and go to the cinema to watch megan yes this week but neither of us could make it you could she'd been poorly and me i've just got too much on so hopefully try and see that maybe next week yeah it'd be good if we can get that watched because um, with the gang yeah we've not been and seen the gang in a while and yeah although and they've been throwing a lot of abuse at me recently so i've not attended the last few yeah that's um, it so yeah just getting bullied a lot um, I'm trying to think of, I've, I've, I said on the last episode that we started watching Narcos again, because mm. I'm on a bit, a bit yeah. of a Pedro Pascal binge at the moment. Why wouldn't you be? I mean, what a guy, what a guy. So I've what been smashing through that, um, which you definitely need to watch. It's so good. Um, cause it's all about Pablo Escobar and like the, the Narcos and the trade in Colombia. So a lot of it's like based on true story and really like it cause they're like sort of, they'll get a, I don't know, let's say like, oh, it's like, it's all narrated by like the American agent that's been sent there. Yeah. And he sort of, um, you know, he'll say like, oh, and Escobar did this and Escobar did that. And then it'll cut to like actual real footage from the actual event of like the real Escobar or like the real people involved. So it feels like it's almost like a, you get like that, that history lesson at the same time, as yeah, well as it being like drama and action. And it's just insane. Like you can't believe some of the stuff that you're watching or like, you know, it's all a bit fictionalized and dramatized, but still, like it's the fact that all these people are getting murdered and like he's getting making sixty million dollars a day in selling cocaine. It's, it's like it's 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 so far fetched it shouldn't be real. 
But we um, know it is. But we know it's real. But then there was there was that big thing a few years ago, wasn't there, where a location scout got killed out mm. there by was it his family or, or part of the mafia or something? Yeah, I remember that actually. Yeah, because there was like you don't come over here fucking shooting that here. Yeah, and yeah. yeah the poor guy got killed. Which yeah, is awful. I remember that actually. Um, so I've been watching that quite a bit when I've had a free ta- free moment. Obviously, we started The Last of Us, which I know we want to talk we about. We are in a going bit. to be chatting, my friend. We'll be chatting about that in a bit, so I'll not say any more on that. No, but we'll leave that. I think that's that's pretty much all I've done, to be fair. Yeah. We've not even got any gaming in either, have we? No, I've played a little bit of DMZ, and I've also been playing The Last of Us, so we'll talk about nice, that shortly. Nice, that's good. Um, but what I did do whilst I was at work this morning, working extremely hard, obviously, because big boss man now, aren't I? Oh, yeah, um, I printed out all of the Oscar nominations. Yes, they um, were released yesterday, weren't they? They were released yesterday. Got three pages of them. Um, and so they kind of look like it's dominated by a few films, isn't it? Mm. Um, Banshees, The Whale, Elvis... Um, I think the big, the big one, the big one seems to be definitely Banshees, Everything Everywhere, All at Once, and All Quiet on the Western Front, and The Fablement as well. Yeah, I've not again. I've not seen not seen that advertised. Um, it's the Steven Spielberg one, isn't it? Sort of like a fictionalized version about his life. I think his upbringing. Um, I think All Quiet on the Western Front. I think that's like got nine Oscar nominations. So that's, <laughs> that's, has, yeah. that's 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 smashed it not i don't think any for acting but like everything else like production sound editing best film like cinematography yeah 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 yeah. um oh another thing i meant to say is you know how we spoke last episode about brendan fraser you know because he won the award he won the critics choice award for for um for the whale and he's got his oscar nomination his first ever oscar nomination for playing yeah which i'm so happy for but we were saying like i can remember you know we were saying that couldn't remember or didn't know what was happening with the whale. Like, when's it released? Blah, blah, blah. But Cineworld emailed me because I have an unlimited card with them. Mm. And they said, oh, you can come down to an unlimited screening. So, you know, where they, they basically allow you to see a film before its main release. Yes, yes. yes and it was yes. for the whale. So I think that was like either tomorrow night or Friday night. Obviously, I can't do it because I'm super busy this week. Well, it's such a shame, isn't it? But then... um I googled it and it's February. It comes out. It's it's okay. cinema release, so it's UK releases. Actually, February. So we'll be able to get to watch because it's uh, March the twelfth, isn't it? Yeah, the Oscars. So, so we'll, we'll definitely get to get watch that before watch that. before we watch the Oscars. Yeah, um, yeah. Just sort of got the list in front of me, having a look. Really fucking good. That feature uh, animated feature film. Sea Beast got a nomination. Did it? Yeah. Nice. I didn't look at that one actually. Yeah. So Turning Red did as well. I don't know if you saw that. Is that the is it foxes or some? What's that one turning red? Is that it an turns into a red panda? She that's it, that's red panda. it. Yeah, I, I can just I can just see the image in my mind's eye, but I've not watched it. Yeah, it's, it's quite good. Um, but also nice to see as well because obviously, like uh, comic book films, don't normally get Oscar noms. Um, both Wakanda Forever and the Batman have three noms each. Yeah, Wakanda Forever. Really is it Angela good. Bassett is the first four. Four, including Angela Bassett. I forgot about that one. Yeah, so she she's she's the first actor or actress to get nominated for, for a comic book for film. For a what for a MC Is it a comic book film or just a Marvel film? Oh, it'll be a Marvel film, won't it? Because obviously the the Batman uh, Batman Dark Knight. And Joaquin Phoenix got for the Joker, I think. Oh, did he? Shit, yeah, and of course. Yeah, 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 Heath yeah. Ledger for the Batman. Yeah, so, so I think we'll it's a, a, I think MCU, MCU film. Yeah. 
um, which we're still not seeing, but that comes on to Disney Plus next week, is it? The week after? The Connor Forever comes out on the 1st, so that is on next Wednesday. Week. Bang yeah. on the week today, yeah. The week today. Um, but yeah, there's some pretty good films looking through here um, that I've not seen. Obviously, The Whale I really want to see. Tar is coming up loads It's Kate well. Blanchett, isn't it? Yeah. I mean, she she's incredible and she's but she's one of them she's like a favorite with the like the academy awards i feel like all she, all she has to do is you know take a shit on screen and she'll get an oscar nomination i'm not saying she's not great because yeah, she, is she is incredible but, but you're right she yeah. she's what i've got five six nominations now um and like tar again like it's not even a film that i'd heard of so it's not like it's one of these. Oh, it's, it's, it's first I've seen of it. Yeah. Suddenly, like not not a lot of people have heard of it or watched it that I know of, and then suddenly it's like, oh, Kate Blanchett Oscar nomination, obviously. Glass Onion got nominated as well for for writing adapted screenplay. Yeah. Okay. I can That's see cool. that. I can I, see that. I do love that film. It yeah. Is, it's so much fun. But, um, but, but yeah. all the, all the guys that we were talking about, um, not last episode, the episode before when we we're looking at the Golden Globes, all those guys went on to get a nomination. Yes, obviously, they did. my boy Austin Butler. Austin Butler's that, in there, mate. I said, well, you know, back in about around Christmas time, I think it was. I was it like, was. you know, it, you know, Austin Butler. I'm. It was my top tip to get an Oscar nomination, and it, so it's nice to see him come through. I really, really don't know who's going to win the best actor. Because that is mental. So it's Austin Butler for Elvis, Colin Farrell for Banshees, yep. Brendan Fraser for The Whale, Paul Mescal for After Sun, which I don't know, and then Bill Nye in Living. Yeah. So that's that's a pretty fucking heavy That's one. a tough one. Because in the Golden Globes, they were split. So Austin Butler won it for best actor in a drama, but Colin Farrell won it best actor in a comedy. Right, So okay. now they're going to be up against each other. Um, but then... Brendan Fraser won the Critics' Choice Award for Best Actor and beat them all. So they've all, they're all winners go, yeah, from oh different God, awards yeah. going into this. It's not, it's not like a clean sweep. Whereas like, you know, the Best Supporting Actor, which we talked about, Brendan Gleeson, Barry Keoghan in Banshees, yeah. um, as well as others. But that seems like a no one is going to be able to touch Kikwe Kwan for everything, everywhere, all at once. And he's, they're all in there. Yeah, but he's storming the board. So yeah, he is, oh, he's, he's won everything, every award so far. So he's got to be top choice to, to take home the best supporting actor. You'd think so. I'm genuinely looking forward to this one. Yeah, I'm, I'm really excited. I'm really excited. And uh, best film as well. I really don't know who could, could get that. I was literally just about to call that one out. So we'll just do this one because I don't want to go for all of them. So for best picture, we've got All Quiet the Western Front. We've got Avatar, The Way of the Water, Banshees of Inner Sharon, Elvis, Everything Everywhere All at Once, The Fablemans, uh, Top Gun Maverick, Tar, Triangle of Sadness, and Women Talking. Mm. It'd be so, quite good if we could watch them all before... It would be good. The, Which the I think we, can. We, have a, we have a month and a half. Yeah. We can get through them. Bearing in mind, you've already seen one, two, three... Have you seen Avatar yet? I've not seen Avatar yet. You've seen four of them? Yeah. I've seen so, three of them. So I really want to see Avatar, but I want and I want to make sure I see it in the cinema because it's, it's like the first one. I imagine it's one of those films you have to see in the cinema to get the scale, get the scope, get the the feel for it. Absolutely, anyone I've spoke to that went cinema to see it, none of them again have said it's a good film. They're just like it's fucking incredible. It looks incredible. Yeah, that's what everyone says. And yeah, that's the thing, isn't it? So you, I've not got a lot of hope on the film. But I think just, it'll be enjoyable. I don't think it's not going to be a bad film. Like even the first one, I wouldn't say it's one of my favorite films of all time. But if it's st- if I stick it on, you can just have, you can just enjoy it. You know, it's a absolutely. action adventure film. You know, easy watching. In yeah, a lot yeah, ways. yeah, definitely. Um, um, but yeah, 
yeah, it's it's the experience. You've got to experience that in a cinema, in an IMAX, haven't you, really? Yeah, absolutely. Cool. Um, so intro-wise, I think that's about it, really, to go through. Um, so I was just wondering if you wanted to give Drew a little call and see if you want to sing us a song. You know what? We might as well, haven't we? We haven't spoke to him for a while. Yeah, all right. Drew. Ring, ring. <laughs> ring, ring. Wow. <laughs> ring, ring. <laughs> sing us a song. Oh, no. <laughs> Here come Sam and Ryan, listen to them both speak They've come for hours all with their pop culture critique But are you even a nerd if you don't overread? So come on everybody, it's the Snack of the Week Snack of the Week, my friend My favourite part of the podcast every time I'm very excited about this because I messaged you earlier and said Dude, can you just pick us something up because I've not got anything this week you got it and refused to show me so you've hidden it. So yeah. now it's going to be a so, gem. So you, you messaged me and I was like, yeah, no problem. I've got to get um, I've got to get petrol anyway for the car. So I'll just grab something from like the garage. And, you know, petrol stations always have weird and wonderful things. And I think oh, I messaged do. you back saying, I'm just going to go rogue. I'm going to go. So I went in and I was thinking, right, I'm going to get something random here, like really random, you know, whatever, falafel cheese sandwich whatever, Ooh, oh, whatever. Man, cheese sandwich. like you know some chocolate whatever i don't know but i saw what i've got today i saw it and my eyes lit up and you know what interesting it's not wild it's not rogue i've gone top tier mate gone top tier again top tier again we're winning at snaps recently aren't we? banger after banger at the moment so i'm so excited yeah you you look excited to show me as well what i'm gonna say before you pull this out is we have ordered a pizza we that we are waiting to uh, turn up as well. I know. So, <laughs> so at some point, we are just going to stop talking and eat pizza. <laughs> we'll knock on the door and we'll be like, yeah, we're so hungry. And then we're going to piss off and eat pizza. And then we'll, yeah, carry on. Yeah, so let's see what the snack is then. Pre-pizza snack. Pre-pizza <gasps> snack. <gasps> you ready? Let's go, yeah. The fucking Jaffa Cakes, mate. Fucking the boy turns up with Jaffa Cakes. Jaffa Cakes. I love a Jaffa Cake. You can't go wrong with a Jaffa cake and I haven't had some for so long you know I love it they're on offer and I was like it's just a no brainer I'm going Jaffa cakes now don't don't you're going to do the debate aren't you do do, do you know the science behind the debate though no so obviously is it a biscuit or is it a cake well it's a biscuit tell me more if you are to leave a biscuit out it goes soft if you leave a cake out it goes hard so these no, yes, yeah, a cake, so because these go hard if you leave them out, don't they? Yeah. It's a cake, so not a biscuit. So yeah, this is a cake. Because so it's a cake. if you leave it out, it goes hard, not soft. Why does that happen? Oh fucking no. That's the science. You just said the science behind it. I mean him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can't tell you that now. Oh, just like the cookie last week, you've gone all in. <laughs> not even not even going the full moon, half moon, total eclipse. It's fucking Jaffa cake, mate. I'm going half moon. She needs full moon. <laughs> half moon. Now, she annoys me. Eat the fucking Jaffa cake. Stop pissing around with the Jaffa cake and eat the Jaffa cake. Uh, sorry, I'm going to eat another one. Yeah, give me one. <laughs> Mate, these are top tier. How do you feel around Christmas and stuff when they bring out all the different flavours? I'm not about that. No? No. Just give me the original. No no cranberry or strawberry or whatever Fuck they do? that shit. It's just, some of them are all right, but they're just not as good as the original. Mm. 
But at Christmas is always when they bring out the Yard of Jaffa Cakes. Oh, yeah. And I love buying the Yard Insane. of Jaffa Cakes. Like, when I was a kid as well, can you remember getting those, like, the little snack pot ones? The oh, little came yeah. In, like, the little orange... Yeah, they were um, tiny. little pops, and they were like the mini Jaffa Cakes. Oh, my God, that takes me back. Do you still buy them? I haven't seen them for a long, long no. time. I bet you can't now. It's all about cutting back on plastic and stuff, innit? And they were like a big plastic orange pot. Oh, they were, yeah. But they're so good. Oh, God, yeah. There's never enough of them. I no. don't think you can eat enough Jaffa Cakes. I mean, we've already eaten half this pack. No, so um, our friends over at the Utopia Project tried to win a world record, be it a world rec- record of the amount of Jaffa Cakes eaten in a minute. Between them? No, just Sharpie. All right, okay. And he did it. No way. Not official, because there's no one there to oh, officiate no. it. But he did it on a, on a live stream. Bearing in mind, this dude is highly diabetic. Oh, shit, yeah. He ate all these Jaffa Cakes. He had something ridiculous, like 100 in front of him. Um, then Jack came on as a character that he plays called Sir Arthur Biggleswade that really creeps out Sharpie, and we don't know why. He just wears... He speaks really posh, and he has this weird fucking, like, hair, and it, it transforms Jack into a different person. Okay. And it really freaks Sharpie out. So he nervously ate like a hundred of these Jaffa Cakes, one after each other, because he didn't know what to do and he just felt really anxious. So he just ate Jaffa Cakes. Wow. Then afterwards went into like a diabetic coma. Bloody hell. <laughs> like, he was so poorly afterwards. <laughs> <laughs> oh no. So that's what Jack, right, before, these are nearly all gone. Oh, we, we've got two left. No, let's just eat We're them. just eating the whole pack. Yeah, fuck it. Like we're just, just top tier, right? Oh, 100%. Yeah. Like we're just eating the entire pack. Yeah. Of Jaffa- you have the last one gone. Oh, you're a fucking babe. Carton is recyclable. What about the plastic? That's good to know, isn't it? What about the plastic wrapper? Terracycle film. Recycled in the UK. Yeah. All recyclable, mate. There we go. Boom. Fucking Jaffa cake. This is what the, the listeners want. I was eating an entire pack of Jaffa cakes. Pretty quickly, to be fair. We're not fucked about there. Did we eat that quicker than the bowl of cereal? Yes. Did we ever finish the bowl of cereal? I took it away from you. Oh, yeah. Because <laughs> you wasn't enjoying it, but you kept eating it. Ah, they were good times. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well done, mate. That is top tier. I see why I was excited now. Oh, yeah. I've been looking forward to that since I'll, I bought them a I'll couple honest, hours ago. The day you turn up here mm. with a fucking S.O. Gary's cheese plowman sandwich <laughs> will be the day I fall in love with you, mate. <laughs> Because Gary's sandwiches are fucking awful. They're <laughs> yeah. so bad. You can't uh, buy cheese. It's always a shitty cheese plowman. Oh, no. I think that might be pizza. Really? Yeah, hold Should on. Should go check? Let's go check. pizza it was pizza <laughs> oh my god we just paused the recording for about an hour <laughs> yeah just stuffed our face bearing in mind you was like i want to get there early so we can record and go home early yeah because the problem is i always end up getting back really late because yeah. it's a good old drive from here so but, um that those plans are out the window <laughs> i was fucking good pizza i'm so full yeah me too it was quite spicy actually it was spicy those, yeah. those jalapenos oh yeah the jalapenos the jalapenos i um i i even i even was nice and said you know what ryan you're vegetarian i'll go fucking i'll have some vegetables yeah on it instead of just going cheese we went for the vegetables and what did you think of them oh look they were all right you know i even ate the mushrooms you know i'm like mushrooms oh bloody hell yeah pick them good out, going. yeah very impressive 
So uh, obviously we are well past this, as we spoke about it earlier. But do you want to just tell the listeners what you just experienced, Ryan? I, I, I can't put into words what just happened. So obviously we had the pizza and I was like, oh, let's we just watch a couple of episodes of that, that Chainsaw show that you just mentioned, mentioned Chainsaw Man. What the fuck <laughs> have we just watched? Well, I'll tell you what, you heard my description of it. Describe to the people what Chainsaw Man's about. It, it's literally like you said, but you cannot picture it until you've seen it. The dude just pulls a little zip string or whatever, a little cord attached <laughs> to his chest, and his face just becomes a fucking chainsaw. Yeah, his ha- face is like the hand, like the the like the handle grip, the yeah, whatever yeah, yeah. you call it, with a fucking chainsaw coming out, and then his hand, arms just turn to chainsaws, like some fucking weird Wolverine. Mm-hmm. And then he just wants to touch tits all the time. That's all he goes on about, fighting these fucking mental demons. And they're all like, oh, why are you doing this? Why are you saving humanity? He's like, I'm not trying to save humanity. I'm just trying to touch tits. (laughs) He's like, why? Everyone's got these mad dreams. Like, oh, I want to rule the world. I want to be, you know, live forever and all. He's like, all I want to do is touch some boobs. (laughs) I kind of respect him for that. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) But... You know what? He's, a, he's a simple that, man. Is it? Yeah, he's got simple dreams. Exactly. Um, you also experienced a man get that excited his hand fell off. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so he celebrated at the end, thought he was finally going to cop a feel, and uh, he celebrated so hard that his hand fell off. <laughs> what? Oh, yeah. <laughs> did you enjoy it? I did. I did. And you know what? I can relate. Cause I, the first thing I said to you as soon as you saw that was like, first time I touched some tits, man, fell off and all. So <laughs> I can relate. <laughs> I was that excited as well. Yeah. <laughs> so would you recommend oh, yeah. Chainsaw? <laughs> I just want to watch the rest now. <laughs> I, I physically had to turn it off and I was like, Ryan, we need to get back to record. Oh, we need to get God. back to the that people. Was- that was so intense though, wasn't yeah. it? They are mental. And it's one of those as well, because obviously we're, watching it with uh, subtitles. You can't take your eyes off it. Yeah. Even though the only substance in the dialogue is him talking about touching tits, you don't want to miss it. No. And I think it makes it so much stranger when you're just reading the lines. Like, you just keep saying you know, copper feel. I just want a copper feel. I just want to touch tits. Like, and you, when you're just reading that, it just makes it more bizarre. Yeah. As he's running around with a chainsaw for a face. <laughs> <sighs> you look... You look I, happy, disgusted, and confused. All of that. I've never seen this look that's on your how face. I feel. <laughs> but I'm nice and full as well. I'm full of pizza, so. Oh, outstanding. That right. was an experience. Take a deep breath, Ryan. <sighs> Lots right. of food. Yeah. Tits, chainsaw face. It's over and done with. Yeah. Let's move on. Okay. Should we talk about The Last of Us? Oh. Yes. I forgot Let's... we were going to talk about The Last of Us. <laughs> Everything before Chainsaw Face, <laughs> I've just forgotten about. <laughs> oh, someone's getting crunchy roll tonight. I can tell. You get a fucking 30-day free trial, mate. Do you? You can get it all watched. I'm a, I'm, I am tempted, actually. Yeah, I, know you I are, want to watch Chainsaw Man. <laughs> Will he ever cop a feel? Oh, I hope so. Right, Last of Us. Last of Us. Last of Us, we are on episode two of it now. It comes out every Monday. Yes. Um, this snuck up, snuck up on me a little bit, you know, because uh, 
I'd seen it advertised, people going mad for it. I knew Pedro Pascal was in it. So I was like, okay, this is going to be really cool. I never played the games, but I didn't like look for it too much, if you know what I mean. Because I never played the games, uh, it was always going to be one of those things that's just going to turn up at some point. Yeah, and I get that. And it did. It just turned up one day. I was like, oh shit, that's out today. Yeah, and having never played the game, I've got like no expectation. Other yeah. than, like we've said before, like The Last of Us is considered one of the greatest games of all time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, it's like critically acclaimed. So it's like a, almost like a sacred cow in a way that people people would go fucking nuts if it was not done well. Absolutely, yeah. So yeah. that was my own expectation of going into it thinking, I don't know what this is about other than like it's a post-apocalyptic world, kind of a zombie-ish thing as I was expecting. Yeah. Um, but I knew, especially as soon as I saw that Pedro was in it, that there were, and it's HBO who have a tendency to do big epic oh, productions they don't fuck epic. about you yeah. know they don't do things by half um but still going into it totally blind yeah yeah exactly um yeah so it sort of popped up i was like okay we'll give this a watch i have initially saw it was on hbo so i wasn't sure if we was even going to be able to get it to start off with mm. um but it was on sky luckily so managed to watch it so we recorded on site so i watched it on monday was it a month? No, no, because it came out. We we recorded Friday. I think I Sorry, watched it Saturday we both night. Watched it Saturday. Yeah, that's right. We we discussed that we'd watched it, but we didn't discuss anything about yeah. it. Yeah. So, what are your initial reactions to? So, with two episodes in, what's your initial reactions? Absolutely loving it. It's so good. It's so good. Like, um. I'd seen like some of the hype because obviously it came out like that that week. And so Facebook and social media was flooded with it and like how good it is. And Pedro Pascal's amazing. And like the reviews for it, like it's critically acclaimed, you know, like there's posters for now TV or whatever. It's just like five stars, five stars they everywhere. Everywhere. But yeah. I mean, in, in little old Lincoln, mate, they're on every bus and every yeah, billboard. That's it. Um, but I absolutely loved it. You know, the first episode was nice and long, like an hour and 20 minutes. Mm-hmm. And it felt like a film. Oh, it did. You know, yeah. that sort of level of production... And it, it was kind of, it was kind of slow in the sense that I, I don't want, I don't want to do it as a service. It felt like nothing happened, but loads happened at the same time. I get what you mean. I, I do know what you and mean. And I think that's because the story moved on a lot because obviously you start off and it's just a normal world. And then it's by the end of it, like things going mental. I don't want to give any spoilers away because obviously it's still brand new. Um, but it felt like you got a lot of time with your characters. So straight away, I'm already invested in the characters. Yeah. Like, I've already got an emotional attachment to all these characters, mm-hmm. um, which is so hard to do when you're introducing new characters, uh, especially for a TV show, episode one. I think that's so hard to do, and I think they nailed it straight away. Your emotional involvement with his daughter in such a small amount of time is ridiculous. Yes. Yeah. Re- Ridiculous. Yes, yeah. their relationship straight away. Like, uh, I'm rooting for these guys. Yeah. Um, even the opening scene with the scientists. That was ooh, so. Yeah. It's like for, like a little like a snippet from like a TV show. Was it like in the 60s? Was it like 19? 19- it was 1988. Oh, sorry, 1988. Sorry, yeah. Um, and it was like a little I don't know, like an interview in front of a live studio audience with two. Um, scientist doctor scientist. smoking yeah um, John Hanna isn't yeah, it he was yeah um, from the mummy 1999 classic yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, and that was just so intense because suddenly you're like oh my god they're on about like you know oh it won't be like a virus that wipes out humanity blah 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 it'll be a fun- like fungus 
Yeah. It'll be like a fungal infection and because it does this and it'll do that and there's no cure for it. And suddenly he sat there, like my jaw was dropping. I'm like, oh my God. And like Claire was the same. She's thinking, holy shit, like I'm never going to eat mushrooms again. You know, um, I've just eaten mushrooms. Oh shit. You fucking prick. I've avoided them I've for got 30, you. I've got you. Years. See, I'm actually part of the hive mind. I'm, oh, no, I've got right. you. <laughs> <laughs> um, so yeah, so straight away, scene one, I, I was like, I'm in, I'm in this. Um, what did you think? I fucking loved it. Obviously, so I'll talk about this in a moment. So I went and started playing the game. I wanted to get two hours in yeah. after the second episode. I thought two hours just to see where we get to. I fucking loved it. Immediately, like you say, we are so invested in the story. We're so invested in the characters. Pedro Pascal, when he yells at his daughter to get in the car. Yeah. Possibly the greatest actor I've ever seen. Really? I'm, I'm just that... Get in the car! Like, was... That isn't... That is made... for That's real emotion right there. Yeah, That is okay. not from... You know when you watch, you're like, that's really good acting. Yeah. Like, that wasn't acting. That, that was, was a man real. looking after his daughter Fucking. and, like, shitting himself and angry and scared and everything all at the same time. Absolutely. So I will just talk about the game very quickly now. So that first episode covers the first 20 minutes of the game nearly shot for shot right okay okay it's drawn out obviously it's an hour and 20 yeah episode. of course it's drawn out but the shots are the same the dialogue is the same wow practically everything is the same and i'm so glad i did it the way i did of watching episodes watching two episodes and then chucking going the game ba- on and for going the back first to- time right yeah just to see how it fit just see how it fit yeah oh my god perfect really perfect oh that's cool everything is just so fucking good man pedro pascal immediately you look you're like it could be the same guy yeah definitely yeah the the clothes they wear the way the city looks the way the world looks after um after the apocalypse and everything's overgrown it looks exactly the same the city before it happens and the world's going to shit looks exactly the same. That's amazing. It is incredible. And I'm looking forward to you. I'm telling you now, get that PlayStation plugged in. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm going to this, straight away. This, this got, a... I just need to get hold of the game. What Can I just ask, what version of the game have you, are you playing? So I'm playing the PS3 version. I borrowed a PS3. So you've got the PS3, like the original version. Yes. Because yeah. I've gone back and read an article about this because obviously I've not had a PlayStation since PS2, so I've missed all the PS exclusives um, and I want to get into this world. So... From what I can gather, there's the PS3 original, mm-hmm. there's the PS4 remastered, remastered, which is basically the exact same game, but up the graphics, and then there's the PS5 remake. Okay. So the PlayStation 5, it's, they've redone the whole game. Apparently it's the same, but it's like on a brand, like the new engine. Right, okay. So like yeah, up yeah, yeah. graphics, up gameplay, but principally the same game. Okay. I imagine similarly what they did with like, the Resident Evil games. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, like, they redid them. Like, they made them totally different. They turned them to, like, over-the-shoulder cameras. So they yes. did change, massively change the gameplay, but the story, the dialogue, the setting, everything was still the same. So you could still play that and still appreciate it. Yeah. Are you going to just go for the remastered original? I'll, I'll just go for the PS4 remastered, because I've got Alex, my mate, he, he, I've got his PS4. Yeah. Um, and I've seen, I think you can get it for like a tenner or something for the get remaster it. version. So I'll just get that and bang it on and, I want, and start playing through I it. I want to go on this ride with you. Yeah. I want to do this. Game. The thing is, I want to get ahead because I know what you're like when you smash it. So I've plugged it in in my bedroom. Right. Um, so I've got the PC down here. I've got the Xbox. Obviously, I I share a house. 
on a kid telly's normally taken up so yeah. I was like if I've got it in my bedroom there are many a nights where I'm just like I just want to lay down and watch mm. telly in bed or watch a film in bed I can lay there for a couple of hours of an evening whereas I know you'll sit and smash 12 hours in a day if you're off yeah, that's the problem. I've just got no free time at the moment. Like this, yeah. like obviously I've been busy every night this week. I'm away all weekend. Um, I've already got all my nights are getting booked up next week. I think next weekend I'm busy. So it's like I'm going to have to take a day off work. Next well, it's my birthday on Monday. So maybe oh, maybe I should just uh, flexi, flexi Monday off and just Fle- sit, and sit and play The Last of Us all get day. Get it ordered that, after this episode. That'd be a great birthday, wouldn't it? That'd be a great birthday. Yeah. And next never- weekend, don't plan too much because you're both here. You remember that, don't you? Next weekend, you and Claire are coming here yes, to record the yes, podcast. Yes, <laughs> And then it's the weekend after, I've got something in it as well. So literally all my weekends are booked up. Right. I'm, they're all in my calendar. I can I'll see them, yeah. Order it after this. Get fucking, get birthday Last of Us on. Ah, oh, would be amazing. What birthday? So what did you feel about episode two then? Because one was massive. So it much happened huge. in that. It, so much happened, but like you said, it felt quite... I don't... Because like you said, it, it didn't feel like nothing happened. It didn't feel drawn out. It it felt steady. Yeah. It felt a nice steady a good pace. pace. Yeah. Um I think episode two just picked off where episode one left off. Just as good. Just as good. Absolutely. Just as good. Again, I'm not gonna give any spoilers away, but there's a hell of a lot of tension. We see some new creatures, some new monsters that are fucking terrifying. Clickers. So like I think Claire, Claire ne- like sort of nailed it on the head. She was just like, I think the day after we watched it, she was just like, I can't stop thinking about those creatures because they're just horrific. Oh, they're horrible. They're awful. Yeah. And like the things that come out of their mouth, they're just, they're kind of like a zombie thing, but they're not because it's like, obviously like fungusy. So, and this is obviously my first experience of that, you know, bloody Last of Us players will be like, oh, we've been, we've known about these for like fucking 12 years or whatever. Um, but for me, this is all brand new. And they're just different. You know, I think the zombie, the classic zombie has been done to death, you know, like, yeah. Oh, brains and just rip someone's throat out or whatever. And it's always gruesome and blah, blah, blah. This is a next level, like a different level of yeah, horrific. It's not like gory, but in some ways that makes it more sinister. Yeah. 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 I know what you mean. So have you not come across this fungus before? Like, like, like in real time, this, this one, this one that can take over and the sprouts come out their face and the body. So you never heard of this before. I don't think so. Like, so it, it was. It's. I mean, I come across it years ago, just through like viral Facebook videos. They, they do it to like ants and bugs, right? And it basically, yeah. fucking hollows the carcass out. Oh yeah, I have, se- I have seen that. Yeah, I have seen and that. And then it carries on to spread itself. Yes. So, and I was thinking this at the time. I was like, I spoke to you about this as well. I have a lot of anxieties around life. Yeah. So, just things that are going on in the world that I, I try avoid the news because I do. I get very like anxiety ridden around it and it does scare me and i was thinking i was watching this like oh fucking great something else to be scared of yeah one more thing that could happen oh no <laughs> that's it that's it i think that's that makes it horrific doesn't it because absolutely yeah. you know especially when the scientist is there and he's like oh, there'll never be a cure for this we'll never be able to stop this it's terrifying so i'm i'm loving it i think yeah it'd be great to play the games alongside it it's not i can't normally i hate the fact when something's one episode a week because um, I'm like, oh, I just want to watch the next one, which I do, but equally I feel like this will build the suspense, build the tension, because I feel like we're on a journey with it. Yeah, I, I've got into that quite nicely recently because I was never massively into TV shows and the ones that I were into had been out for years. I've always been able to binge. Yeah. So I've never yeah. experienced until the last couple of years watching something week by week. 
Mm. Uh, well, not since being an adult anyway, since having Netflix and stuff. So it's only really been the last couple of years with like the Star Wars series that's come out and the Marvel stuff that's come out that I've been watching week by week. And actually there's something behind it that I do really like as much as I moan about it. It's an excitement for Monday. That's or, it, yeah. You know, Thursday, whatever it was, when Obi-Wan was coming out. Like, that excitement of, shit, we need to sit down and watch this. Exactly. What are you doing Monday? I'll tell you what I'm doing Monday. I'm watching the fucking Last of Us. Yeah. I do you not want to go out? Oh. No, I don't. If, if, if there's time after I've watched that, we'll do something. Exactly. I'm watching that. And especially when it's a massive show and everyone else is watching it because everyone talks about it. And, we'll and everyone's it. at the same level, like the same yeah. place. Rather than if if, you, if people just binge something, you'll have someone that's like, oh, I've watched it all already. You're like, oh, shit, I'm only on episode two. And then, oh, I'm on episode four. Like, let me know when you're caught up. Whereas this, week by week, you know, we can have those chats with everyone and everyone gets that excitement together. So I'm looking forward to it. I what ha- a great start. Oh, I definitely. I have decided that all these years, if I really need to lose weight or I need to get in shape, blah, blah, blah. Watching episode one of that has made me realise that when the world does end and we end up in this post-apocalypse, one, I'd never survive now. <laughs> so one, I need to survive. And two, when I survive, I want to be as feared as Joel is. Yeah. I want to be that feared. Yeah. So I need to get myself hard as fuck over the next couple of years <laughs> before this world ends and hope I survive it just so I can be just that Just because it could be Joel. <laughs> yeah, basically, yeah. Because he just looks like a fucking mild-mannered man. Everyone yeah. is terrified of him. Oh, yeah. I love it. He's so good, isn't he? The good he? thing about that is that it's such like a... It's just a passing thing. It's just... It was in the game. It's in this. People are scared of him. He's known for just being a fucking hard nut. Yeah. Ex-Navy SEAL or whatever he is. There's no just there's no description behind it, and I love that. Yeah, just, he's fucking hard. Yeah, don't you, mess. you get don't, that. Like he can get shit him. done or whatever. Yeah, yeah, don't mess with him. Oh great, it's and it's just such a random storyline that didn't need to be in there. Didn't need to be in the game, but it, it just adds good. character depth, doesn't yeah, it? Of course it does. Of you know this guy will fucking survive. Yeah, definitely. Um, anything else you want to add about the Last of Us? Not not yet. I think, like I said, I'm excited for it. Need to get the game played, but. Yeah, we'll, we'll we'll do our regular check-ins with this, I think. We'll definitely be doing check-ins on this because I'm absolutely loving it. So what we thought we'd do is we'd bring back top five for this week. So we've not done one in a few weeks. Have no, we? we haven't actually. So what we did was because The Last of Us is a video game and they've done a TV adaption of it. And they've done a great adaption of it. And they've done a great so adaption far. of it. We was like, oh, maybe we could do like our top five like game adaptions to film or TV. And then we realised there isn't any <laughs> because they're all shit. We really, really struggled. I think I said this to you and you were like, oh, this, yeah, well, we'll do a top five, like top five best ones. And I was like, I no, got five. no, I think we should do top five worst because <laughs> the, 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 the problem with it is, so I could have got five, but I would have been pushing it. So yeah. things like I enjoyed Assassin's Creed for what it was. Right. Yeah. Okay. I didn't hate it. It was all right. I quite enjoyed it. Yeah. It's not a good adaption of the game. But in terms of film, but it's, film, a, it's all, all right. right, yeah. But you can't put... And when you're basically your top five of films that you think are all right... That's you know not a mean? great top five, it's is not it? A great and, top and, five. You, and you And a lot of the time, you're scraping the barrel because it'd be like, oh, yeah, it's, it's an all right film, but it doesn't necessarily reflect the game. Exactly. So I think for a lot of things... So maybe some on my list might fall into that category. Like, there's a film, they're not, they're not they're all right, but in terms of if you compare it to the video game, you think, what the fuck is this? Absolutely. So... Top five worst video game adaptions. Yes. Now, all, all your films? 
Yeah, they are. Yeah, yeah, cool. So I did have a look to see if there's any TV shows or anything that I might have been able to work off, but there wasn't any that I could really think of. I don't get me wrong. I thought Resident Evil was okay. That came out recently. It was the very, new one. Yeah, Welcome all, to Raccoon City. Yeah, I've still not seen that. Actually, it was all right. It wasn't amazing, yeah. but I got through it and it was okay. Got, I'm actually, I'm a part of like. A, on like a Facebook group it's just like Resident Evil like oh, fan pages them, yeah. and people fucking hate it like there's the odd person that'll be like oh I thought it was alright oh, it's alright all right, yeah. but majority like this is awful it's not I've not seen it yet so I can't comment on that one cool do you want to go first sure yeah I'll just pick a random one pick they're a in random no, one. no particular order I've gone for then let's go for Hitman okay so I turned this film off because it was bad. There's two Hitmen. Which one are you on about? Because they did the one with Timothy Oliphant and, was, then they, and they did another one. It was the one with Timothy Oliphant. Yeah. So I turned that off and I love Timothy, Timothy Oliphant. Me too. As an actor, I think he's great. But I was never massive into the Hitman games. No, me neither. So I played bits of them. They're not a game franchise that I've been like, absolutely love it. I'm exclusively playing it. So, and that's why with a lot of these adaptions, I, I'm either not played the game or I've not seen the film or vice versa. Absolutely. Whereas yeah. this one, I've done, I played a bit of it, but I've seen the film a couple of times. Yeah. And the reason it's on my list is because oh, I love Timothy Oliphant, but he's not a scary guy. Not in the slightest. He, Hitman, Agent 47. It's Agent 47, isn't it? I think so, yeah. Um, Again, quote you know, don't quote me because I'm, <laughs> I'm, like, like, I'm not a massive Hitman player, but he's fucking terrifying. He is a, like a savage killer that will kill people in brutal ways. And he, he's a Hitman. He's a Hitman. He's an assassin. It's his job. Whereas this film turned it into like a bit of a, he's the good guy. Like, yeah. always, like oh, he's just misunderstood. And like, which was know, always going to happen. And he's kind of like the nice, it. the nicey guy. And there wasn't that many brutal killings. And it was just a bit of like a PG 13 action romp game where what we really wanted to see was some brutal killer going up to people and like choking them with barbed wire or like drowning someone in of acid or just these mental kills that are like, He's going around killing people. Like he gets paid to do it, and killing people in horrific ways. Yeah, being a real hitman. Being a real hitman, and I feel like this just totally missed missed the mark on that. Um, as a film, I don't mind it so much because mainly because it's Timothy Oliphant, and I really like him, and I love him in loads of stuff. But then when they remade it again, they did another one four or five years yeah, ago. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I wasn't that fussed on the actor who played him. I was like, I'm not even going to touch it because the first one was shit. This one looks shit. I think the reviews for it were garbage. And they'll also never get it right. Yeah, that's it. And this is a problem, isn't it? Like, so, so a thing for me, so this isn't video game, the Punisher for me, until John uh, Bernthal, they'd never got that right. Yeah, that's it. Never. And I'm not saying the films were bad, because if you look at the one with Tom Thomas Jane. Yeah. Great. Great film, mm -hmm. but it's a revenge film. It's not a punished film. Yeah. We then go to Warzone, which is a shit film, but he's done a bit better because he's just fucking ruthless when he, uh, Ray Stevenson plays him. Like, again, you're just not getting it right. Yeah, that's it. And it's a shame because they're good films and I love the Punisher and I love the actors and it's just nonsense, but you're not getting it right until John Bernthal. Yeah, I feel like that's the same with The Hitman and that's why it's on my list. Yeah. You, you give me one of yours, then. Okay, I am going to go with a... I'm pretty sure this was a straight-to-DVD release. I'm a big fan of the Dead Rising games. 
Yes. So yeah, I love Dead Rising. Anyone that doesn't know what Dead Rising is, you're basically like the first one, you're in a shopping mall, zombie apocalypse, and you can just walk around creating weapons. You find some barbed wire, you find a baseball bat, you zoom them together, you got a barbed wire baseball bat. Yeah. And they get ridiculous. Later on, if you find a torch and some jewels, you make a lightsaber. Shit, like, it's ridiculous. But you just go around killing hundreds of thousands of zombies. Yes. So wherever you go, they're just always there. You just kill them in crazy ways. You, you go around the mission. On the first one, you had to... Every so many hours, you have to get Zombrex because you've been bitten. Mm. Or someone has been bitten, I can't remember, and you have to do whatever. But I like them. They're good fun. They're brutal. You kill people in fucking loads of crazy ways. It's fun and creative, isn't they it? They are good fun. Like I say, I used to play this with Aaron back in the day, and I'd be in a burger shop looting, dressed as a knight, and I'd just look in the back of the camera whilst I'm playing, and Aaron would drive past in a steamroller. <laughs> yeah. Just steamrolling thousands. <laughs> behind. It's just so funny. And then they brought a game out, and I was like, okay, a film, sorry. So this was uh, Dead Rising Watchtower in 2015. They have brought a second one out, which I didn't touch. I was like, this could be fun. Yeah, It's straight to DVD. It's going to be bollocks, but this could be fun. And they just, there was no fun about this film. Yeah. They tried to make it ser- a serious zombie film, why mm. like already you've not got the budget because you're going straight to dvd just make it fucking fun just make it gory a laugh make them create ridiculous weapons and get in ridiculous cars and go around and that could be the majority of the film a t- you don't need any storyline a yeah. tiny bit of storyline oh i was so disappointed that something that was supposed to be shit and fun couldn't get the fun right yeah that's you know it what I mean? yeah because it could at least get the tone right and yeah. then you know the rest would sort of fall into place because you can you can forgive you know when it's a b movie and they've not got a big budget or whatever it it doesn't matter so much no this this just lost out on everything so dead rising watchtower from 2015 don't watch any of the dead rising films go and play the games the, their films their games that i bang on all the time i want you and me when you and me get around to streaming eventually for the listeners and what will soon be the watchers yeah that's one game i want to play with you because yeah. they're just so much fun yeah, I totally agree. And that just, was fun. You and, and me just, just fucking It'd be hilarious, wouldn't it? It would be hilarious. Yeah. yeah. Go on, then. What else you got for me? Okay. Um, a bit of a disclaimer on the next one, because okay. I've not played the games, but I've seen quite a lot of the games, and I've talked to loads of people who've played all the games, and this is one of the films that I saw, and even I know, who someone who's not played these games, that this was totally missed the mark, and it's Uncharted. Right, okay, so I have played the games. Yeah. Loved them. It missed them out, mate. Exactly. And I... See, I got told about the short film they did, the fan-made film Nathan with Nathan Fillion. Fillion. It's fucking brilliant. Have you not seen it? No, I have seen it. And oh, that, I was going to say, even the camera angles yeah, are so perfect. Everything about that was great. And I knew, so I'd done a bit of research because I love Nathan Fillion. Loads of people told me about it. And so even though I knew, didn't, I haven't played the games myself, I know about the character. I know, like, Nathan Drake. I know... Like, I've seen enough, I've seen bits of his character, I've seen, you know, that I'd invested without having played it, if that makes sense. And then I watched the Nathan Fillion one, and I was like, this is amazing, like, I can see why. And then I was in the bandwagon with everyone else, like, make this a full-length film, make this a live-action film, get Nathan Fillion, this is all perfect, it's all done great. So they make a film, and what do we get? Tom Holland. And Mark Wahlberg as Sully. Mark, well, that, I mean, not having fucking Nathan Fillion as Nathan Drake was bad enough. Yeah. Because, you know, Nathan Drake was a bit rough and ready and, you know, like, he, to me, I wasn't a massive Tomb Raider fan. 
Right. Yeah. They were okay, sort of growing yeah. up with them. This is what Tomb Raider should have always been been for me. Granted, it's better when you it's easier when you've got the better graphics and you can fuck around because eventually yeah, Tomb Raider got it right. Yeah. But I fucking loved it, and you know you've got this rough and ready sort of bloke. Yeah, bloke, not kid. Exactly. And then they get him in, and then Sully, who's an old boy with a big fucking dirty tash. They get Mark Wahlberg in. Yeah. The, the Boston ready fucking whatever, like Transformer oh. fucking Ted Wanker. And I feel like they've just tried to create a franchise. Like, oh, this is it. We can make like churn three, four of these films out no, because Tom Holland, everyone loves Tom Holland and everyone does love Tom Holland. And I'm, I like Tom Holland just as much as everyone else. He's fantastic Spider-Man, Peter Parker. He's done some cool other stuff. But even I know... He's not, he's not Nathan Drake. Exactly. He's and you've not, not got... played the games. You've just seen him and you know enough about him exactly. to know he's not that's him. What, that's what I mean. Even even me as not a not a hardcore Uncharted fan, even I was like, ugh, this is bad taste. Yeah. I, I just wanted Nathan Fillion. And now I'm biased because I love Nathan Fillion as well. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah, yeah. everyone that I know that I've spoken to as well that have played all the games are like, yeah, that's, that's shit. Anyone out there that hasn't watched the Nathan Fillion Uncharted um, skit, like... Few minute film, go watch it. Yeah, it's about they, fifteen minutes long. I yeah, think of that they get it so right. Yeah, not even the char- not even the characters. If you're into gaming, you know, after a cutscene when you go into gameplay, the camera does that thing where it pans out slightly. Yeah, they get the camera oh, so perfect so on that, and, and the way he moves and like takes behind, and goes when behind he's in cover. cover. Yes, like, it's incredible. It looks like a video game. Yeah, and that's what it needed. And I'll be honest, Last of Us has done that really well as we just discussed, so it can be done. That's what they should have done. That's what they should have stuck with. And fucking all they did was throw money at it. Yeah. Thinking if you throw money at something, it will be good. Th- throw money at it and put some big names in it. And then yeah. that's it. It'll have made a load of money. I have no doubt. Oh, it would have done. Cause uh, people would have been in- intrigued. Yeah. And then, so yeah, that's, that's, that's one of mine. But you you've go got, f- you've got PS4 now, Alex has lent you is you get to play them games. That's true. Yeah. Uh, you'll love it. And them, I'll mate. be p- just picturing Nathan Fillion. I yeah. imagine the whole time. You'll just be watching Tom Holland running around. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So, um, disclaimer for the next one. You just had a disclaimer. I've got a disclaimer. It's going to, one, it's going to be in your list as well. So I've gone for Resident Evil, but I've not gone for one Resident Evil. I've gone for the Resident Evil franchise. Because go fuck yourself. The first one was okay for a standalone film. What it was, it didn't really have anything really to do with the game. Yeah. Really. I mean, okay, a little bit of underground lab talk maybe, but the whole franchise is absolute fucking dog shit. They've not got anything right. They've not got any characters right. They've not got any, they've not even got the zombies right. Yeah. It's just so bad. And the problem is they keep churning them out. I know what they are. I think about seven or eight of them. That many films. The animated stuff's okay. I quite enjoy the animated films. The animated aren't too bad because at least they they've got the video game characters and they're basically like extended cutscene type basically. films. And, it, and they work well. And they're okay. Yeah. They, they get better as they go along. I think. Yes, you're right. Um, but I totally agree. Just that sentence alone that you said, Resident Evil franchise. Vi- get, like the Mila Jovovich ones, go fuck yourself. Go fuck yourself. Because you, there's no need for you. There's no need for you. And not like, only that, I, I did an episode on, on the old podcast of these films. So I watched them all in a week. And oh, when what we was a painful talk- week. When we was talking, oh, mate, I, I was on nights. That's yeah. how I managed to watch them. I said to the two guys I was on nights with in, in the prison, I was like, I've got to watch the Resident Evil films tonight so I can go down to the other office and watch them. And they're like, oh, we'll watch them with you. 
by like the third film, they were pissing off and just doing bits by themselves. Yeah, and yeah. It was so bad. I can, I but, can understand why. So I watched them. We did the podcast and I had already forgot which film was which. Yeah. Because they all just blend into one ball of bollocks. They, they want, like you said, the Resident Evil games are... I love the Resident Evil games. I'm massively invested in that game franchise. Oh, I you love are, them yeah. all. The characters are amazing. They're, they're timeless. Um... You know, they've been going since the early 90s. They've been, had loads of appearances. So, and the first film, the first the first game, sorry, is quite an easy concept when you think about it. It's a team of special special forces, policemen, uh, that are investigating some murders in like, the, in, like, the mountains, and they get chased by dogs, and they take refuge in this creepy, massive mansion. And they go off... And, you know, they get killed off one by one. Or you can play as one or two characters, Chris Redfield or Jill Valentine. And you got to uncover the mysteries and there's puzzles and there's fucking... It's a puzzle game over uh, yeah. over anything, isn't it? Uh, yeah, it is. And there's zombies and it's terrifying. It's like, and it's just creepy. That would be so easy to do as a film. You don't even need a big budget for that. Just in a mansion, just, go, just going down corridors, have it build up tension. So what do they do? They have the... Ma- they create a film... This, the mansion is over an underground lab system. Okay, that's not too bad because Resident Evil... Is, don't get me wrong, the Resident Evil games are ridiculous as well. They're not yeah, realistic. Yeah, yeah. They are they are mental. But we'll not use any of those characters. We'll create our own character, um, Alice Mila Jovovich, who is like a superhero, basically. Yeah. Can do flips off the wall and just fucking dropkick zombies. and into uh, things with backflips yeah. and I'll fuck off. And then she just gets more and more ridiculous as the franchise goes on. And they do start bringing in actual characters. So, like, I think Jill, come, Jill, no, come, Jill comes into the second film. Yeah. Um, And any cool moments she has... Like she's fighting some of like the liquors I remember in the church in the film. And it's like, oh, okay, so it's pretty tense. This is probably one of the better scenes. And then Mila Jovovich just comes flying through the like the stainless steel, like stainless glass window on a Harley, on a, on a Harley and just like knocks one of the creatures out with a bike. And it's like, you know, just it just trumps everything. It just becomes so fucking garbage. And I cannot stress enough how fucking shit they are. But people clearly go watch them because they've churned out seven or eight of them. Yeah. The franchise has made over a billion dollars. Who the fuck is going to watch these fucking shit films? <sighs> also, one of the greatest fucking bad guys in video game history, Nemesis, Nemesis. and they fucked that up oh, royally. God. It's so, so poor. And... They obviously brought out the TV series that got on Netflix. I only got through one episode. I absolutely hated it. Yeah, I find it okay, to be fair. It was, don't get me wrong, it, it wasn't the films. And I think that's what yeah. I was okay with. It was a better budget, better budget, better acted version of the films. I was yeah. like, okay, I can accept this. So they did that. And all, all I get now is just memes constantly, obviously, like the, from Resident Evil Facebook groups. And it's just loads of those ones where it's like people looking jealous, like looking like being jealous. And it's like Netflix and... Resident Evil looking over at HBO looking lovingly looking <laughs> after The Last of Us and everyone's just screaming out like why the fuck have The Last of Us absolutely smashed it and we get garbage after garbage after garbage for decades for now. decades because the Resident Evil fan base is huge they made the the other game the film recently Welcome to, Welcome to Raccoon City which is actually a more faithful adaption right, adaptation okay. I think of yeah. one and two but even that everyone said was shit yeah just get it right, people. 
that like, we'll we never... could we could write a screenplay like genuinely Easily. could ri- write a screenplay that'd be better yeah and I don't have thumbs, so I can't use a pen. And I can't, so I can't read or write. So <laughs> fuck knows what those fucking donkeys are doing over in Hollywood. Honestly, mate, we stre- need, stresses me out. We need to move on, mate, because I can see you getting, you're getting red in the face. feel passionate right. about Resident Evil. Just do it right. Deep breath. Ready? Is it me or you? Chainsaw tits, remember. <sighs> don't, don't, because mine will just wander off and start trying to process all that. It's you, mate. Um... Okay, I've gone for this another one, which I actually really, really like as a film, but it's on my list because it's a terrible adaptation Adaptation. of that game, and I've gone for Doom. My next one. Yeah. 2005. Finally, The Rock is in a shit film again. (laughs) But The Rock, Carl Urban. Yeah. I always forget Carl Urban's in that Oh, he's the main character. Yeah. Um, I try to forget Carl Urban's in that film, I think. You know what? I really, really like this film. Oh, it's, don't, don't say really twice. Oh no, I really do. No. I'm really enjoying it. If you watch it going in, it's like it's a B movie. It's it's quite enjoyable. Like they go through the what I, what I like as well. This is a random side note. Obviously, it's, again, special forces go to Mars to where there's a station to investigate a whatever's happened. There's been like an incident as there is on Mars. Yeah, um, in one of the labs and. You know, they're actually trained by real SAS soldiers because the way they move and everything through the corridors, most of it's them just trying to find out what's happening. Yeah. And so it's quite a bit, a little bit tense. Um, rather than like other films like that, you know, other, where they're just like holding the massive machine guns at the hip and they're just like, get some like, these actually look like professional soldiers. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, but that's just me. That's a little thing for me. Okay. But um, the reason it's on my list is because if any, if you've ever played a Doom game, this is nothing like Doom. Doom is off his tits. Chainsaw Man is more like Doom yeah. than that film was because it is just non-stop aggro. Yeah, like intense, gory action. And he fights, he's the Doom Slayer, isn't he? Yeah. The main character. And he just fights hordes of demons. Yeah. Like hell has basically erupted and he's just fucking fighting demons and mad shit all the time. And it's intense. And like I said, it's so aggressive. It's not good for your blood pressure, is it? No, it's not. Like... Some are, and that again has been remade a few times. The newer uh, ones are great. Yeah, I've played a couple of them, and like some of the soundtracks from them are banging oh, like proper heavy metal. metal. Yeah. Um. So they're so good. So the reason this has made my list is because it's <coughs> not that at all. No. If let me put it to you this way: so imagine the Doom film, everything that happens in Doom, but it was renamed Resident Evil. I don't know this fucking SWAT team chronicles or whatever. Yeah. And it's a set in the resident evil world, but it's about a SWAT team, which some of the like other games have done that. Yeah. That would be more faithful. It's more like a resident evil series because they're investigating a lab where they're doing mad experiments, human genetics, like, which is what resident Evil's about. What? Yeah. It's all like, you know, and en- trying to enhance humans, build a super race and the monsters, you've got the weird little zombie ones, but then you also got the mad big fucking mutated ones. They are literally Resident Evil monsters. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, absolutely. Doom, the film, is basically a Resident Evil film. Yeah. And if they rebranded that and did it all, people would be like, yeah, actually, it's pretty, that's pretty banging. Yeah. That yeah, would yeah, be yeah. a better adaptation than any of the Resident Evil ones that have been done so far. It's I, not faithful in terms of a recreation, but it's more like a game. I think you're right. I still don't like the film. 
and it would just be but i think it's in there with the bad resident evil films yeah it is a bad resident evil film for me really i don't yeah. i don't I, everyone everyone absolutely hates it i don't get why you know what for you i'll, I'll re-watch it i've only seen it once and i fucking hate it yeah um yeah, I, I'll rewatch it. Rewatch it. Rewatch it. It's After worth a it. few beers, I think yeah. it'd be quite good. Maybe a good. Like, one it's one of them where the rock's actually not that cheesy in it. I think he has like one cheesy line. Um, Carl Urban is is always puts in a great performance, even if he's in shit. Oh, always. Um, yeah, I, I know everyone absolutely hates it, and I can see why if you're a Doom fan, totally get it. But mm-hmm. in terms of just a B movie horror action film, banging. Yeah. All right. Cool. Yeah. I don't, I don't agree, but rewatch I, it. I, I rewatch def- it. Yeah, I'll rewatch it, but I definitely agree with what you're saying. It is nowhere near a Doom film. No. You can't bring it out and just put a Doom tag on it. No. It's, right. it's not got okay. nothing to do with Doom. No, it's not. So, Doom was my next one. So, I am going to go back to my childhood here, at the age of five years old, oh, no, when this I've... film came out. And, uh, and we was introduced to two. Italian plumbers. Oh, yeah. It's on my <laughs> list as well. <laughs> 1993, Super Mario Bros. Oh, oh it's oh so my bad. God. I remember as a kid just being grossed out by how slimy everything is in this film. Yeah. I know, yeah. Everything is dark. And I see what they tried to do with it, but don't. If you're going to make a Super Mario film, make it what it is. Make it more fun and bright and... You know, yeah. it's just grim and greeny and, and like, sl- yeah, slimy. Yeah, it's like we're going to try and make it more realistic, but put it in a weird dystopian future. Like, it's just fucking. We're going to do that, but we're going to put it in like Blade Runner country. Yeah, like, exactly. Why? And why we get you... like, is it like Dennis Hopper? It's Dennis Hopper. Who's, oh my who god, who's Bowser? Like, yeah, and that's just really weird. We're like, it's it's Ed Gross. In that film, he's got them like, it's it's not bad. It's, he's, he don't play Bowser, does he? It's not Bowser. I think he is Bowser. Is it Bowser? Yeah. Oh god! Well, it's just... Fuck it. His head is gross in that. No, oh, no, he's King King Cooper. King, Co- oh King Cooper. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, it's just bad. It is. It, it's got to be the worst adaptation of all time, right? Surely. Oh, it's got to be. It's yeah. just horrific in every sense of the word. And you got Bob Hoskins. Bob Hoskins, who's a, like a serious actor, and now everyone's only all they're ever going to know him is. Like shit, shit Mario. Oh my god! Who was um? What's his name that played John Leguizma? John, yeah, and Who's I fucking, Luigi. I love him. I love him too. I love him. But what the fuck, bros? Oh my god! He gets away with it because he was like a young, upcoming actor, yeah, not yeah, really doing yeah. anything. Bob Hoskins is like a critically acclaimed actor who now I, I think he's at he, yeah, obviously he's. he's he died quite a while ago. Yeah. But um, I'm sure he came out se- several times and said, my only regret in life was, <laughs> yeah, was being Super in this Mario film. <laughs> it's so bad. It like, is so bad. It is so far from what Mario is. Like, like you said, a happy, bright, fun film. And yeah, all right. Fun did, game series. Sorry. There's the darker levels where they're in Bowser's castle. Oh. Uh, yeah. That- <laughs> so, so dark and so scary. Oh, terrifying. Oh, no. But let's just, yeah, like you said, set in a dystopian world where it's all dark and it's more like a slimy and horrible. Oh, and everyone's just yeah. gross. And- I love that comparison. It's basically <laughs> Mario and Luigi, two plumbers in Blade Runner. <laughs> It's there's just no need for it, and you know what? It was early nineties, back back end of what we were getting from you know late eighties. Yes, it fits in with that 
type of film that it was does, being produced yeah. at the time. But just don't. Don't do it on a kid's video game, for fuck's oh, sake. I know. But I'm really, I'm at, I know we spoke about this a few episodes ago. You're not bothered. I'm looking forward to the animated film. Because I really enjoyed like Sonic and stuff. Um, I enjoy watching these films with my daughter. And it's nice as well, like when she got into Sonic, all of a sudden I could start buying the Sonic stuff because she was big into it. So we've now got really cool Sonic toys that do all the shit that I That's loved cool. as a kid. Yeah. So I can now start getting to the Mario stuff and, and you know, really sort of play with the toys I want to play with as a kid. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, no. 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 <laughs> Oh, God, let's move on. Yeah. So I've taken one of yours, so we should be on the last one each, shouldn't we? Uh, I've had all mine. Are you all done? Yeah, Doom, Resident Evil, oh, Resident Evil was on yours. Super Mario Bros, and Hitman. All right. So I was going to go with Mortal Kombat Annihilation on this one. Right. But there is something about that film that I like. And I never played the Mortal Kombat games for the storylines, so my friend is big, big, big into it. Like, yeah. The, he knows all the storylines, all the characters, uh, my friend James. But I was never into that. So to me, it was Mortal Kombat characters fighting each other, which is okay. Right. So I went, I'm going to bring The Rock back in. Can you think what what oh, film? If rock. we're talking about films that have fucking nothing to do. Oh my God. Uh, 2018. 2018. Gorilla. Rampage. Rampage. Oh, yeah. Like, so there's going through a stage of just doing these random weird fil- films of games that really had no substance to it. Rampage was a game where you played a monkey, like a gorilla, and you climbed up buildings and tried to smash everything that was on the screen right? without getting like shot down by airplanes. Okay. Did you play Rampage? I never played it now. Right, yeah. So, so, so the old like, arcade game, you as the monkey, you could jump from building to building, you smash, 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 and you tried to make all the buildings come down. Right, That okay. was the idea of it. Okay. Why did you make that into a film? Oh, no, yeah. A good example of where that works was Wreck-It Ralph. Yeah. Wreck-It, yeah. Uh, granted it's an animated film, but Wreck-It, well, it works so well, Wreck-It Ralph it? is just a boring game of like, you know, whatever his name is, the plumber dude had to stop him by throwing shit at him. He, he wrecks it in the plumber. Or like, fix, fix, fix it, Felix. Fix it, Felix. That's to it. fix he, it yeah. all. Like, that was, yeah, it takes piss out of itself. They made a serious film oh, played by The Rock. And that fucking, you knew the whole time you were watching that, that fucking The Gorilla and The Rock was going to have a moment. You knew it. You knew it was going to happen. Because that's what they do in Hollywood. And oh, they did it. And oh, I didn't want it to happen. No. But it happened. It's so bad. Yeah. It's not even like, ah, it was good fun. It wasn't good fun. Go no. away. Yeah. Stop doing this I think that's the problem with us. these. Like, these games are fun. And, okay, a lot of the games are more serious, you know, if you're fighting zombies or, like, it's an apocalyptic world. But a lot of the time, games are fun. And the films are just not fun. <laughs> like, no. <laughs> they're no. just bad. They're just really, really bad. Really, really, really bad. So, oh. I've got a fuck-off list here of films that are coming out adapted from video games. I'm going to reel these off quick. Go on. And uh, just, just make a noise... To your either your pleasure or your displeasure. It or the eye, be, okay. It okay. could just be a ooh or a ah uh, Yeah, you ready? Let's see what I can do. Gran Turismo. Mm. Sonic the Hedgehog 3. Okay. Borderlands. Mm. Yeah, very interesting that one. Crossfire. The no idea. Not one I know. Zone, not one I know. Death Stranding. Interesting. Interesting. Not played it, but it look the bits I've seen are what fucking intense and you, mad i've watched i've watched loads about the story and the making yeah. of it so I, also, I know what i know i know what it's all about if you're going to take a big actor and put him in a game as well like they did with daryl norman reedus yeah norman reedus then it's it's going to be a film just get it? norman reedus in yeah. it right are you ready for this one yep duke Nukem. 
No way. That can go brilliantly or terribly. Uh, have they announced who's playing? They haven't. No, no. Okay. These, these are all TBA at the moment. Right. Um, Firewatch. Dead out. Five Nights at Freddy's. Get fucked. Not having it because Nicholas Case did it Did it with, okay, yeah. With Willy's Wonderland. I still need to called. watch that, but yeah. Uh, Just Cause. Okay, yeah. Just Dance. Oh, it's a dancing game. Uh, Grow up. Yeah. It's like, oh, it's a film about a dance mat. Fuck off. <laughs> Metal Gear. Metal Gear, as in Metal Gear Solid? Mm-hmm. Right. That yeah, could be good. That could be, be good. Minecraft, and I just hope it's animated because they could make that quite funny. Yeah. yeah. yeah like certain things like the Angry Birds film was quite funny. Yeah, do an animated version like for the kids and... And just a little bit of adult humour in there. Yeah. Because let's be honest, how amazing are the Lego films? Yeah, like, Lego Batman has some of the greatest adult humour so in funny. that film yeah. for a kid's film. Yeah, so that could be done quite well. Yeah. Have what, it look like... Like what so- the Sonic, no, not Sonic, the Super Mario film is going to look yes, like. Yes, exactly. Sort of bright, colourful. Yeah. yeah. Um, Mortal Kombat 2. Uh, heard terrible things about the first mm. remake of it. Uh, Pac-Man. Uh, Again, animated if you do it right, maybe. Yeah. Portal. That could be interesting. Yeah. Rabbids. If you don't know what it is, if I showed you a picture, you'd know, know what they it. are. Yeah, okay. Um, Return to Silent Hill. So they're doing another Silent Hill. I love the Silent Hill film. They're actually, I really like it. They've done, yeah. did they do two? Yes. Yes, they did, yeah. Sean Bean's in them both, yeah. isn't he? Yeah. Um, I really like The first them. one I really like, mm. That's it's creepy. Very creepy. That's why I love the Silent Hill films, because they're scary. They are, yeah. They're horror films. Yeah, that's it. Mm. Uh, Saints Row. Okay. You want to go down the rampage yeah. uh, line here? Space Invaders. That film is all set up for that one scene where they're on the ground and they're moving across the sky and shooting down. Yeah. That, for that one scene. Yeah. Street- Futurama did that in an episode yeah. of Futurama. So We're okay with yeah. that. Yeah. We've had it. We've done it. Um, Streets of Rage. Okay. Could be cheesy action. Uh, that could work if they did it again. It could if work it, if they did it right. If they do the camera angle right. Yeah. And get some cheesy music and some yeah. cheesy action. And Eight some- is as fuck. Yeah. Yes. That would be, be fun. Tom Clancy's Ghost Recon. Could work quite very, very easily. Tom Just, Clancy's Splinter Cell. That would be cool. That would be cool. That would be cooler. Ghost Recon could be cool, but I think Splinter Cell's the one. Yeah. Where they, if they get it right. Uh, Yakuza. Okay. Gears of War, which we obviously spoke about. Mm. The Division. Not played it, but... It was okay. And I think, again, any army game, I think you can sort of get away with. Yeah. Um, Beyond Good and Evil. Bioshock. Ooh, which uh, I am very excited for because that is terrifying. Fucking is. It's yeah. creepy and weird. The world's so cool in it yeah, as well. Absolutely. Here we go, boy. Toe Jam and Earl. Did you ever play Toe Jam and Earl? I did not. Oh, I'm going to show you a picture. You'll you'll know what it is. Okay. Uh, Mega Man. Mm, which one was Mega Man again? Uh, Big Blue Suit. I never played it. Um, Dragon's Lair. Never played it again, that one either. Don't Are you know. ready for this last one? I saved this till the last. Yeah. It takes two. No way. Yes. That's cute. That is cute. That is going to be such a good film. That should be good. Really heartfelt. That would be really nice. Yeah. Don't fuck that one up because the game is fucking stunning. Yeah. It's beautiful. Have you completed it? No. Still not finished it. I'm, again, we've neglected that. Yeah. Since since before Christmas, we were smashing it. It's actually a really long game. There's a lot to it. Yeah. So um, nearly, ne- nearly finished it. So some dog shit, some okay. So I'm excited then. for them. Mm. But yeah. I wonder how many more of them will make the terrible adaptation list. Most of them. They always do. Yeah. Because they can't get it right. That's it. <laughs>
So, um, very last minute, um, after more technical difficulties, which seems to be happening more and more at the minute, they can get booked, uh, we got sent a pretty incredible 60-second recommendation. We really did. From He's been mentioned on this episode a few times, our boy Rich T. Hi, uh, Richie T. Rich Twiner. Um, I'm going to warn you all now, he's a married man. <laughs> so you are gonna fall in love with his voice because so good because I did immediately. Me too. I mean, yeah. I've worked with a guy for years. He's very, he's very well spoken anyway in the way he talks. Yeah, but he could talk about fucking anything. He could talk about a hole in his shoe for an hour, and I'll just stare into his eyes. Yeah, he's just got that voice. He, he really does. So uh, let's have a bit of Drew Flanagan first. Let's get Drew Flanagan to pick us up before Rich sends us to sleep. Oh, what a combo! <laughs> Sing it away, baby. 60 second recommendations into the pod shortest presentation music film even serial 60 seconds recommending listen close it's not never ending time is short take it away rich t good people let me take you on a journey of brotherhood of loss of hardship of strength of courage and heart in 1989, one of my most beloved films was released and helped cement my love of martial arts. I give you best of the best. I've watched this well over 50 times and I love it all the more on each additional viewing. It's a superb example of 80s cinema full of 80s music. Great 80s actors like Eric Roberts, Chris Penn and James Earl Jones. Great 80s style training montages. A typical 80s dramatic ponderous motorbike riding scene. And as all great 80s films have, classic one-liners. It's a story of overcoming your fears, a story of redemption and a story of brotherhood all mixed up with some awesome but sometimes questionable martial arts. I implore you to embrace this 80s classic in your life and the emotional journey it takes you on. Wow. That was amazing. Wow. <laughs> I was so oh. sad it ended. <laughs> I know. I, I'm going to have to get Ritz to do as a bedtime story. Yeah, I, I was saying that earlier. Like, I've got the Calm app. So, like, you know, they do like meditations and sleep stories yeah, and stuff. Yeah, and I was yeah. messaging Rich. I was like, dude, you need to get on that because you would make a fortune. Like, <laughs> I've got no idea what you just said. <laughs> oh. I just, I was just enjoying it. Yeah. Yeah. So best of the best was that, martial arts? Best of the best, yeah. I've got it up here. Na so, 1989, uh, martial art film. I've not seen it, have you? I have not. So I know that you spoke, Rich is massive into his film, and I know you spoke to Rich about martial arts and said it wasn't something he was into, and he gave you a list that I think was 940,000 films to watch. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much like that. Like, Rich, bless him, he properly went to town because I was like, I don't really know the martial art genre that well. Didn't he like subgenre it for you as oh, well? Oh, yeah, he went to town and he, he really did me sorry. He had loads of films to lend me as well, which I still got. I need to give him you back, Rich. Um, but yeah, proper, like, really got into it. Obviously, it's Rich's big passion is martial arts, like, films and stuff. Um, and I, bait, I scraped the surface, but Rich definitely knows what he's talking about. Yeah, so he, he, again, martial arts is something I've never even touched, if I'm honest with you. I've not seen the classics. Yeah, there's so many classics that I've, yeah. I've not seen. Um, and even looking at this, like Eric Roberts, he's um, an actor I've seen like in absolutely loads of stuff, but mainly as he's older. Like, I've not seen him like... Oh, it, of course, yeah. He always plays a bastard. It, yeah, he's always like a bastard. He's always a villain. So I've never seen him in like young in his peak in like mm. the 80s, where he's like, I think he did like quite a lot of the martial arts stuff. So it'd be okay. really cool to see that. Um, it's got an insane cast, like James Earl Jones and that. Um, 
I'll definitely add, add it to my list. Yeah. I love 80s. I love like, I quite like the martial arts. Again, that's why I asked Rich to help me before because it's a whole genre I've not touched. And I think like anything like that could be quite overwhelming. Like where do I even begin? Absolutely. Because like, obviously each country's got its own different style and different, um, not of just a film, but martial arts as well. Mm-hmm. Um, so... Yeah, so many classics I want to see. So I'll definitely add this to this because, yeah, yeah, like the 80s, bit of cheese, one-liners. What? I mean, it sounds like a winning combo, you know. What's not to love? Oh, absolutely. And uh, I can't thank you enough for sending this in, Rich, because I didn't know it was coming. It just dropped into my inbox yesterday. Yeah, And same. I was like, oh, we are using this one, today. <laughs> we have to. And then I couldn't get it off. And then last minute I was panicking and I tried recording it through something else and it sounded awful and tinny. And I was like, I am not allowing Rick, Richard's voice to be tinny. No, no. At all. I cannot do the man we, a disservice like this. that. Um, so thank you so much for that, buddy. That is fantastic. So everyone, please, again, keep getting your 60-second recommendations in. Um, I know we've had a few people come to us and say, oh, I'm just a bit nervous about talking or whatever. I've had a few people that said they'll send us a script. Okay. Which is quite interesting. So if you want to do that when you're at home by yourself and you just want to write something down, time it, if it's 60 seconds, send it in, and we'll do it for you. Uh, Rich said he's like, that is so hard, doing 60 seconds, because he wanted to do The Crow. And he said, "I, you cannot give that justice." Oh no! The I said, I, I, film. Yeah, I said that to him earlier, talking to him uh, today, and I was like, "There's no way." I absolutely love the crow as well. And I don't so, think I would have put it in if you sent us that. No, because it's an cause episode. What, we're doing a full episode, and we're getting rich on, and we're just gonna talk for an hour and a half on the crow, and it's oh, gonna fuck. be incredible. Yeah, let's get rich on for that episode then. Yeah, yeah. Well, we've, we've actually got a list of um, people going to get on for certain things, like we're, we're starting to figure out who would be best for what episodes. Yes. And we don't want to like flood the episodes with loads of guests one after each other. So it'll be over the next year. We get people on sort of every now and then, but yeah, definitely. Yeah. So, um, there's only one thing left to do, Ryan. Oh, what's that? The Eliminator. The Eliminator. There can be only one. It is time. For the Eliminator! There it is, the Eliminator. Are you pumped? Yeah, I guess. Yeah, me too, actually. I'm still a little bit full of pizza. <laughs> I'm a little bit sleepy. Yeah. It's, the, it's, the, it's those dulcet tones from Rich. <laughs> I know, yeah. You've ruined my thing, Rich, with your gorgeous voice. <laughs> okay, so this is your first episode where, well, where you been, for one? Well, yeah, rude. Where you been? Why are you starting uh, at episode 14 for? I know, it's a bit odd. <laughs> but if you've not listened before, The Eliminator, we are battling the, our top 16 MCU films against each other in a round-robin battle until there is only one left. There the, can be only one. Yes, the hierarchy, the best, the king slash or queen of MCU. So ep- uh, episode one, last one, what was the last one, 13? Episode 13. Episode 13, we did the Avengers versus... Doctor Strange. Doctor Strange, and the Avengers took that one. We popped into the little box of doom and pulled out, Ryan, what we got? So, with the home team advantage, we've got Ant-Man. 
And with the away team, non-advantage. But we'll see. Yeah. <laughs> Guardians of the Galaxy. Guardians of the Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. So, do you want to do this kind of like we did last week? Little chat on both films and then our choice. Yeah, let's do it. Do you want to go first this time or went first last week? Yeah, I'll go first this time. So I have again rewatched these films. I'm going to start with Ant-Man. Ant-Man is good fun. I, I really enjoy this film. It's, it's mm. what we needed. It came at the right time of Paul Rudd. What a guy. Paul Rudd about to play a criminal, which I don't really believe. He's, hard to believe that he's a criminal, isn't he? Yeah. That he's a hardened criminal, but he's coming in as this ridiculous character that no one asked for. Yeah. Do you know what I mean? Another one they pulled from obscurity, wasn't yeah. it? Like Ant-Man. Okay, he can turn himself into a man the size of an ant. And yeah. everyone's like, what the fuck? You know, like this is just madness. It's just going to be a bit of a jokey character. We've got Paul Rudd. Massively famous comedic actor. It's gonna be a, it's gonna be ridiculous. Yeah, exactly. Um, pulling in um, Hank Pym, played by Michael Douglas. Yeah, Michael Pena's in this. Your boy, My boy, Michael Pena's in this. And you his know his best in. role ever. <laughs> he's fucking great. I absolutely love Michael Pena in this. Um, it is such a fun film. Yeah. Um, unlike, unfortunately, where it came into this was in phase three that this came in. Yeah. I'm sure um, it was phase three. Yeah, it will have been, yeah. Yeah. So this came in well after everyone else is established and we've got another fucking backstory film, learning who he is, what he can do, how he's going to get his characters. So it does drag a little bit for the timeline of what we're getting, but it is fun. It's exciting. This film has my one of my favourite MCU scenes in it. Go on. Which is the fight against Yellow Jacket on the top of the tank engine train. Oh, that's so good, isn't because it? Because not yeah. only is it hilariously funny, it's it's a good action scene. Like, when they're small and they're throwing the train pieces at each other, it's fucking great. But then the comedy of what you actually see. You know, it's just little things falling over and it's not really doing any damage. Yeah. And then when they make the ant giant and the Thomas Tank engine huge, like, it's fun. It is so much fun. It was so... It's so silly but intense it was it's such a yeah it's a yeah. good laugh um i just had a quick look there it's end of phase two it was, oh, a, was it? it was the last film of phase two before age of ultron i think yeah um it fits in nicely so they talk about the avengers quite a lot we um have a little interaction between ant-man and falcon yeah and i do love falcon which is great um so all around a fun film yeah i think unfortunately when this came out it was very one-sided um with the guys that voted and we're getting a lot more votes than i thought because mm. I, I couldn't figure out how to see who had voted. I could only see the end goal. Right. Okay. said at the end what the numbers were, but then I figured out how to see who voted. And a yeah. lot of people are voting. Um, but no one is going to say this is a bad film. No. Oh, no. Er- is- everyone loves Adam. Everyone loves Paul Rudd. And I think yeah. everyone was pleasant. Obviously, I can't speak for everyone, but everyone I know is pleasantly surprised with Ant Man. I thought it was going to be stupid. Like, it's a guy who can turn himself into an, like, as, yeah, like I said, a guy size of an ant, and oh, what's that going to do? It's Paul Rudd, it's just going to be stupid. Everyone's really well established. You know, how's he going to come up against someone like Thor, etc., etc.? But he even makes jokes to that. You know, oh, like massively. He said, like, you know, he has like, his little fight with Falcon. He comes away, he's like, oh my God, guys, you know, can which you believe a, I survived a fight with an Avenger? You which know? is a banging fight as well. Yeah, like, it's he so fucking cool. runs and, it. and he adds, like, a whole new dynamic to... Like he's a, like a different, completely different type of character. He's not just someone to go in and just, he's like a really big muscly guy who's just going to come in and start knocking people out. His ability is quirky, it's different, it yeah. adds something totally new that we hadn't seen before. And 
obviously just as a character he goes on to i know we're just focusing on this film but he does add so much a really nice dynamic to other characters and the way he interacts yes. yeah um what i personally really like about this film is it's a totally different type of film it's I a agree. heist movie oh yeah absolutely which was totally different it's not yeah. Big bad guy is trying to destroy whatever. Um, got to go fight him and save the day. This is a this guy's trying to steal our technology and bring out better ones. He's and he's a bit of a dick. And he's Let, gonna sell it to Hydra. He's right? got Hydra. Yeah, sell it to evil people. So let's go stop him. Let's break in, steal it, using loads of ants. <laughs> Which is great. Anthony, 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 Anthony. Anthony. <laughs> <laughs> just stuff like that, and it works so well. Um, yeah, I, I love it. I yeah. really, really love Ant-Man. It's one of my favourites, um, especially as like, an individual film. Yeah, and I really love him as, what's his normal name? What's his name in it? Scott. Scott Lang. Scott Lang, that's it, sorry. I love him as Scott Lang. I think he's got a good heart. His daughter's adorable. He just, I mean, I'm a sucker for a father-daughter like storyline in any film anyway yeah and this really does warm my heart yeah like he loves his daughter his daughter loves him you know i love that scene where so her stepdad is a copper and she's like you're gonna go find my daddy and he's like i hope so sweetheart and she goes i hope you don't find him yeah 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 <laughs> it's, just like it is it's quite it's cute it's it's lovely yeah what i like about it as well about saying you know about scott is he's just like pretty much a normal dude yeah. Like he's not like a god or he's not like super strong or super fast or whatever. He's just like a pretty normal guy who's just puts a suit on. That like, makes that him makes him a bit harder and a bit faster. Yeah. And he didn't even make the suit. You know, he's inherited it from Hank. So I quite like that. He's sort of like an everyday guy, isn't he? Like you said, like try just want, wants to provide for his family, but he's got a good heart, he's got into trouble, made some stupid decisions. It was just different and it's just quirky, it's fun. So rewatchable as well. 100% rewatchable, yeah. But I really like the storyline of um, of him anyway, of how he ended up in prison, of he found corruption in his company, so he whistle blew and lost his job. So what he did was broke into the company and gave all the money back, back to, to the people, clients, yeah. and then drove his fucking Mercedes through his house window or something. Yeah, it's, like, it's really uh, ridiculous. And, and, like, then, and then had to go to jail for like five years. Yeah, stupid. exactly. So actually what he did was... And a good thing. It was like, a good thing. So when you look at it and like the mum and the stepdad being a bit of a bastard to him, you're like, he's a hero. Yeah, I know. <laughs> what he did was right. Yeah. <laughs> so big, big thumbs up for Ant-Man. Big I thumbs up. I love Ant-Man. Yeah. And then we go over to the Guardians of the Galaxy. So I'm really glad I rewatched this film because I'd not seen it in years. Okay. I'd not rewatched it in a long time. And I actually watched stuff that I forgot happened in Such the as? film. Just things like, you know... Um, when the Nova Corps come to help at the end and they all connect the ships together yeah, and shit like I love I that scene. I forgot scenes like that. That's, like, that's oh my so God. heroic, actually. Mm. I love that. And even like the Peter Serafinowicz, who I love, and people will probably recognise him like Shaun of the Dead and stuff yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, He's great. He's so good. He's like this bit of a dickhead, like knobhead Nova Corps officer. And he's got like a heroic moment. Even he's there, like he'd part the shield and he's just shouting for rocket and they all get blown up. And it's yeah. all like, like, oh fuck, this is intense. Like this is quite a nails fight. Yeah. This film is fucking unreal. I totally, I totally agree. It's single, so good. Every single character is incredible. Rocket, it, Rocket is the MP, MVP in this film. Like his story arc, his emotion, the acting that you, who plays Rocket Raccoon? It's Bradley Cooper. It's Bradley Cooper, isn't it? 
course, it's fucking Bradley Cooper. Yeah. He's my Austin Butler, he is. <laughs> I'm telling him out. <laughs> and he just, he cries, he screams, he shouts, he's angry, he's happy, he's funny. Yeah. What a character. I forget how much I love Star-Lord. Yeah. He's this funny. Is the, this is the film that put Chris Pratt on the map. Big time. He is now an A-lister. And it's because of this. It's because of this film. He was, okay, if you'd seen Parks and Recreation, knew who he was. No one outside of that had a clue. After this, he was the most sought after guy in Hollywood. And there's no reason why. He's funny. He's charming. He's shredded. Yeah, he really is. Um, He ticks all the boxes. Yeah, absolutely. Um, The opening scene in this, no, not so much the opening scene, because that's hot. Whew. When his mum's dying of cancer, oh, that yeah. is not that scene because that that it made me well up. That I forgot about that bit. Yeah, um, but where he's going through the planet and he's singing and he's kicking the little the monsters little or whatever they are and yeah. singing into him, that is the most badass you see Star Lord in any of these films. <laughs> yeah. He's all silhouette, kind of like yeah, he's like his mask with the, like, the red eyes, the long coat. Like he is fucking terrifying. Like although he's dancing and shit, you're like, who is this, who guy? Is this guy? He is off his nuts. Yeah. Um, it's nice to see Drax not in such a dumbass role. Yeah, he so, starts off. He still has some brilliant one-liners. Oh yeah, so dry, so like witty. Um, without intending, to, like obviously it's intended to be, but his character's not trying to be funny. Um, but he's quite scary. He's intimidating in this film. He's fucking huge, and everyone's like, "This is a psychopathic like killer." Like, do not get on the wrong side of him. Mm. He's very much like you're along for the ride because no one's going to say no to you coming. Exactly. Yeah. Which, which is I love about his story arc: the fact that he is that he is the destroyer for fuck's sake. Yeah. But yeah, Ronan. Bitch slaps him all over. Oh, all he yeah. wants to do is kill Ronan. Yeah. And he never will, because Ronan's so much fucking stronger than him. Yeah. Um, Gamora, Groot, obviously, our introduction to Groot. All the characters are iconic in their own way. Absolutely. And they're so dysfunctional, and then you throw them together. No one, let's, let's face it, apart from like your hardcore comic nerds, no one knew who the Guardians of the Galaxy were. No. And no one gave a fuck when it was coming out. No. I definitely didn't. And exactly. a lot of people that said... On the chat, they were just kind of like, I want to look forward to this. Didn't really know what it was. Um, Goss, who did six, our first listener, six second recommendation, he said he did read the comics and didn't like them. Yeah. So he's just like, why? Again, another pull you don't need. How is this going to fit into the universe? Yeah. Fucking perfectly. That's how it's going to fit into the universe. But exactly. The, it is just two hours and 10 of just pure amazingness. Oh, it's incredible. The soundtrack alone is unbelievable. Yeah. This is a film driven by music, and now since this film came out, don't get me wrong, it wasn't the first film to do this, but this one was massive, where the film was all around the soundtrack, and it's like very like throwback because he's got his like cassette player and his little headphones, like his little Walkman. Um, it's all eighties, and every so so many films now copy that. It's yeah, all yeah, about yeah. the banging soundtrack. It's all oh, yeah. about getting those epic cool songs in but one thing as well is because i've got the the, the vinyl for this yeah, I have, but, yeah um but i've got like mine's like the double one so it's actually got the score on the other side but what you don't realize is 
so much because the the soundtrack takes over. The score is actually banging. Their like theme tune and stuff it is incredible. All like right. the scene where I don't know. It's like you say because it's such you a watch soundtrack. it again and you and you focus on the music and it, when it's things like the final scene where they're all grabbing each other's hands and it's so ooh, heroic ooh, ooh. and it's so emotional. Like and you're almost like bringing yourself to tears when they're all holding the stone and they're killing Ronan. Listen to the set score. Then it is beautiful and it helps create that scene to be what it is and that's what I love about this film because it can be silly it can be stupid but then when shit when it comes down to it shit gets real yeah and shit gets real but they can also throw silly in there to break it up to make it brilliant that scene where it's the face off between Star-Lord and Ronin and Star-Lord and he's about to kill everyone yeah so Star-Lord just starts singing and he offers him out and a, yeah. da- a dance off it's so good what I'm a so fucking good. scene because it's meant and you're like oh my god he's literally mass genocide's about to happen yeah then that then that scene happens and he starts dancing. Like, dance off, man. Dance off, man. Let's go. Yeah. And he's like, what are you doing? He's like, it's called a distraction, dumbass. <laughs> yeah, it's so good. But even the scene before that, when they're in the ship and it's going down and they're all going to yeah. crash and die. And then Groot grows his little thing around him and all the lights are coming off. And then suddenly, he's all, all he said is, I am Groot. And then he just turns and he's like, we are Groot. Oh, oh, oh Ryan, stop it. Why, Ryan? <laughs> Oh, we are Groot. We are Groot. <laughs> like, I've never, ever, ever felt... Them words I never thought would make me think, we are Groot. Who's right. ever heard the word Groot? <laughs> <laughs> and then as soon as we hear it, we agree. Yeah. We agree, we are oh Groot. Oh my God, Groot. I'm crying. <laughs> we a tree guy. I'm crying now. Oh, and then that scene afterwards where Rocket's crying and just holding a little stick of his oh, and Drax you know just starts stroking him. Yeah. Oh, what a film. Unbelievable film. What did the listeners say then? So this was a pretty big whitewash. Um, it was about... Tw- so separately, Instagram and Facebook, they were both roughly about 2080. Right, okay. For so God- massive. For Guardians, Guardians of the Galaxy. Of Galaxy winner. Guardians of the Galaxy winner. I Yeah, it's won. In, in my eyes. When this came out, it was a no-brainer for me. Yeah, it's same. a shame. It's Ant- a shame. I- Ant Man was what it was, and it's a good film, and it's a good little introduction and kind of a palate cleanser. What we needed, but you can't go up against that. Oh, Guardians of the Galaxy has got to be. I, feel, I think a few people have said that from on the comments and stuff. Guardians of the Galaxy has got to be one of the early favourites to go on to get to the later stages of this. Definitely, yeah. Um, people absolutely love Guardians of the Galaxy and very good reason. It's my vote. I vote Guardians of the Galaxy I, as well. I understand why. I really do. This is, this will go on. It, this is going to get knocked out by by a big one. It, yeah. It, I could, it, it could even go all the way. It could go all the way. It people, really could. People love Guardians of the Galaxy. I love Guardians of the Galaxy. It's, it's, what a film. Can't say anything more. No. So should we pick for next week then? Let's do it. Right, I'm going so, to open the little tub of justice. It's sad to see Ant-Man go. And then we said, it said this last week as well when we got rid of Doctor Strange. It's always going to be hard because these are all, these are 16 films we love. We've mm. already whittled this list down. Um, yeah, exactly. So it's always going to be tough to see them go, but... Goodbye, Scott. There can be only one. There can be only one, unfortunately. Okay, next round. You first, get one, I've got one. First entry into the next round is... Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Seven Rings versus Avengers Endgame. No way. How weird is this? Every time we've done it, we've had a like standalone introductory film, Doctor Strange, Ant-Man and Shang-Chi up against like a team mashup. Already established, yeah. 
Yeah. I suppose Guardians was oh, a, well, yeah, a, an intro, but it's still like yeah. a mashup. It's not like 1v1. Yeah. Um, interesting. You know what? Avengers Endgame. Okay, I'm not going to say anything now. But, yeah, yeah, yeah. Leave it there. But I'll leave it there. But yeah, Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Seven Rings versus Avengers Endgame next week on The Eliminator. So what I'm trying to do is, because we don't have a specific recording day. That's something that we're going to talk about later, see if we can definitely have one day we record but so i'm going to try chuck this up on a tuesday most people do tend to download on a monday yes so i'm going to chuck it up on a tuesday and that will normally give us a day or two for people to reply so on a tuesday get yourself looking at social medias get yourself looking at stories and get yourself answering because if we record on wednesday again it's only going to be up for one day yeah Um, we've got a bit of leeway next week so i think we're recording on saturday aren't we oh we are yes oh shit of course we are so yeah we've got a bit of leeway next week i might bang up a couple let's get lots of discussions going talk to each other about what you think talk to each other about what you think is going to go all the way really enjoying everything that's going on yeah and we're saying earlier actually we've been getting a lot of votes on it especially to like this one was only up for a day it was 24 hours Uh, 24 hours and we were surprised. We were pleasantly, pleasantly surprised mm. with how many people voted on this. So yeah. thank you so much for getting involved. Um, you know, if you want your winner to to be the greatest Marvel film of all time, keep voting. Exactly. So uh, just a little bit of housekeeping before we end. Then um, please, please, please like all all of our social medias. Where I think we're two likes away on Instagram from 100. Nice. Which is nice. It's a good little start. Mm. So if you don't like us on social medias, like us. So then you yeah. can get involved with the Eliminator and all the other fun little japes we have on online. Uh, Twitter, Facebook, all that shit. Please subscribe if you uh, listen to us on any sites, uh, your normal mu- uh, podcast sites. I couldn't say podcast then. <laughs> what the fuck's wrong with me? Um, but leave a review. Please leave us a review after you've subscribed. You know, five stars is preferable, but, you know, just, just tell just, us what you think. Just be honest. Rappy, if you're going to give us a review, tell us why you're giving us that. If yeah. you're going to give us a five star or a four star, three star, tell us why. We can only improve or keep what we're doing if you're enjoying it. So you have to let us know. That's it. If you don't tell us, we won't know and we'll just carry on talking about chainsaw tits, whatever it is. <laughs> <laughs> I'd just forgotten about that. <laughs> I'm never going to let you forget about that. Oh, God. So, Ryan, give us some words of wisdom to go out on. Um, if you have chainsaws for hands, don't touch people inappropriately. Peace. <laughs>